Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Remember, as you're enjoying this fabulous podcast of the radio show, you can also get the Armstrong and Getty One More Thing. Podcast and Armstrong and Getty Extra Large are long form interviews available via the iTunes podcast app and the iHeart app. winning an award and you want to thank everybody but we also don't want to be watching this thing for four hours okay you're gonna get cut off you don't want to get cut off give a quicker speech it's called the radio edit you people should know this why are we just letting people wing their speeches at the grammys oh i didn't expect to win yeah you could have just written something in case all right it was either you or one of four other people it's not like mega millions you know you have a chance <laughs> of course they're gonna cut the people off Wow, that's some that's plain talk from the South African funny man. He's worked up about that. I appreciate it. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, no joke, the Grammys runtime was close to four hours. Whoa, that's uh, a long show. Way too long. Yar. So we got TVs in here, and both CBS This Morning and Good Morning America did a feature on how a lot of people are unhappy with the Trump tax plan because their refund went down. 
Yeah, headline in the Washington Post. Excuse me, my breakfast repeating on me. Millions of Americans could be stuck. Sean, can you get one of the hosts a Tums? <laughs> Please. Or just, uh, uh, how about the hot water bottle to put on my belly? You remember that from old times? No. You'd see that in movies and stuff? I remember really? that from cartoons. Uh, my, occasionally when I had a stomach ache, my mom would give me like a hot water bottle to put on there to huh. warm Does it the, work? the belly. I have no recollection. Mm. Um, Couldn't hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's your headline, the WAPO. Millions of Americans could be stunned as their tax refunds shrink. And then they go through a number of paragraphs, eventually getting to the fact that uh, people are actually paying less in taxes. 80% of Americans saw their tax bill decline. 80%. Um, and 5% saw their tax bill total increase. At the same time, though, because of the change in the law and withholding and that sort of thing, generally people are getting smaller refunds. Um, at the end of the year. You should be happy about that. Right. You're better off being given the money throughout the year to pay for whatever you want to pay for and or invest it. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Zero. Zero refund, zero check to write is really the, the ideal. Yeah, yeah, that'd be the perfect situation. Uh, although, you know, look, if you want to say, look, I can't keep a dollar in my pocket. It burns a hole in my pocket. So I'm glad they overtax me. I'm glad they give me a $1,500 at the end of the year, because that's the only way I'm going to have $1,500 at the end of the year. If that's the way you look at life, you know, I can't argue with you, but at least understand that's what's happening. you got to admit that that's a fault, though. Sure. Yeah. Well, you it, could set up an account where 1% of your check goes into a saving account automatically. Sure. Every paycheck and yep. save up that money throughout the year. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. That's yep. what the government's doing. They got an automatic withdrawal system from your check. Right. So they kept your money and spent it or invested it and, and took all the interest from you. And then they're just going to give you back the principal at the end of the year. But I, and I people just, are overjoyed by this. I have no... And angry if that number declines, even though they paid less total. I wish I had the ability for all the people that are listening across the country right now how many people understand what we're talking about? I don't have a sense of that. I My sense has always been, just hanging around a lot of different people, a lot of different jobs, is most people see their refund as their taxes. I think I can help you with your sense of who believes and knows what. If um, most people think their refund is the indication of whether or not their taxes are high or low, then we are doomed Absolutely doomed, and I don't just mean that as an expression, or or I just it will not work. You cannot, right. have, you cannot have capitalism in a tax system where people have no concept of the way it works. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're doomed then. So thanks for that pretty little speech of yours. We're doomed. Uh, I will tell you this. Here's my problem. I grew up reading voraciously about the founding fathers and the principles of the country and the history and the rest of it. And then, you know, took my uh, political science classes and got a degree, blah, 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 took it all of it very, very seriously. And they never bother telling you that uh, most voters have no idea what they're talking about. And the key to politics is to frighten and or entice them to run in one direction or another. That is what politics is. Uh, To wit, the headline in the Washington Examiner, Democrats vilify the Trump tax cuts for generating smaller refunds. Um, And uh, and they set it up. Tax cuts lowered the amount withheld from each paycheck for most taxpayers, cutting their taxes, but also raising the possibility that when they finally file, their refund will be smaller. And though they may be paying less taxes overall, uh, taxpayers might resent getting a smaller lump refund. 
or in some cases having to pay a larger bill to tax collectors if they underwithheld, but again, a lower total amount of tax. Here is what leading Democrats are saying. Senator Ron Wyden, tough to take, Oregon, top Democrat on the Senate Finance Committee, the top guy, Senate Finance. In other words, he knows what he's talking about. What is striking right, and I'm tempted to do his lisp, but I'm not going to because I'm better than that. Mm, Are you? What is striking right now is that the multinational corporations and the 1% got billions of dollars in tax relief. Working class people are really seeing that the law, which I led the opposition to here in the Senate, really hurt them in a number of particulars. Well, okay, that's that's true. I mean, that's, Well, the particular is you got a smaller refund. Yeah, right. yeah. So they, that was a good way for a guy that... You know, to uh, to play the political game without saying something that would just be a flat-out lie. How about Kamala Harris, D. Caliph? Because you could get up on a stage and say, Trump said your taxes would go down, but it turns out he lied. They went up. And the crowd might cheer, even though that's a lie. Well, I would say the, the president said your taxes would go down. Look at your refund. Your refund. Your refund went down. Here's Kamala Harris. <laughs> oh, God. The average tax refund is down about $170 compared to last year. Let's call the president's tax cut what it is, a middle-class tax hike to line the pockets of already wealthy corporations and the 1%. Wow. See, that's just lying. Do you you blame her for doing that? Oh, I hate it, but I get it. Given the reality of the culture of politics. I mean, I'd like it if they all were as honest as possible, but given the fact that that's never been the case and never will be the case... Can you blame her for doing that? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lie, but it, it's going to work. That will work. Yes. That will absolutely work. Precisely. That's the premise of my little screed here, and it makes me very, very sad because I misspent my childhood looking not at uh, propaganda techniques and how to dupe and defraud people, but indeed at the principles of the country, which was a waste of time, Man, and I regret it. I should have smoked pot. The smartest thing you could do. More pot. As a politician, is figure out a way to raise taxes and increase the refund. So you just withhold more. Oh, yeah. So raise taxes by 1%, withhold just a tiny bit more for that bigger refund at the end of the year. And people say, my taxes went down, even though they actually paid more. This is great. This was good for me and the middle class, even though it was the opposite. So, you know, that's, that's really the small piece of evidence that explains the big question. How does politics work? It's it's just about perception. You know, the, So uh, Trump hasn't responded to this, which is, I would think they got to craft a message, do their best. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy because the people who don't understand this, it's going to take 15 minutes to explain it. I think I could explain it pretty effectively in 30 seconds, but 30 seconds is probably no. too long. No. Right. No. 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 They'll say, yeah, okay, you'll explain it in your 30 seconds or a minute or whatever. Yeah. It'll make perfectly good sense. And yes. then they're going to say, but my refund went down. And then I will slap my forehead. <laughs> right. And, uh, and, and reach for a bottle and head into the woods. <laughs> I, I, Trump can't let this hang out there. It's a big story. As we said, it was on a couple of your network shows today. Headlines, the, the uh, top qualifiers to take his job are out there talking about it. He's got to have a response to it. Yes. I just don't know what it would be 
that has a sound bite that works. Working class people are really seeing that the law, which I led the opposition to, really hurt them in a number of particulars. All right. All right. I, you know, what do you... I, uh, 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 uh. You could sit around... Joe's, Joe's reduced to grunting noises. Well, well that's, that's evidently the way to communicate. Uh, the, you can sit around angry that it's raining and you had baseball tickets... But that's what is. And so that's what the conversation I'm trying to have with myself is. Why don't you just accept it and, and go from there? That was George. We were talking about George Washington earlier. That is his primary philosophy. Acceptance? When he was, uh, when he was running the war. What is, is right. Because hmm. it just is. So just yeah. accept it. Does that make sense? Well, that's, you, can, you can argue, no, it's not right. It is what it is. So apparently it's right. It's just it's just we just accept it as what it is. It is right. We'd be nice if if they sent us the troops they said they were going to send us, but they didn't. So here's where we are. The most comforting version of that that I've ever heard was from Charles Krauthammer, who said, "Look, you've got to get the politics right, and some of it's ugly and dumb. Most of it's ugly and dumb." But if you get the ugly, dumb stuff right, then you get to govern, and then you get to do the beautiful and righteous stuff. That's paraphrasing the way he put it. Um, but, I, you know, I hear that, and I think, oh, okay, accept humanity for what it is, accept the state of our republic, and or, you know, a lot of people say democracy, which is not literally true, but um, accept it for what it is and figure out how to win, win without Within that system. Or you can sit there as an angry little talk show host, whining that the world isn't the way you want it to be, and that voters aren't who you want them to be. You know, honestly, he's right, I'm wrong. Breaking news, the El Chapo jury has reached a verdict. We don't know what the verdict is yet, but we'll probably find out. Kind of takes the fun out of it. Maybe we'll find out within the hour, I hope. Wow. They're calling the lawyers back to uh, court. He's he's going to be found guilty on enough stuff to put him away the rest of his life. That'd be my assumption. Well, I got a bad feeling that uh, uh, this news is breaking around noon 17 Eastern. And, it, well, we'll have the story for you eventually on the Armstrong and Getty Show. And you'll get it here like you'll get it nowhere else. Better or worse. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Report. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Say that your wife loves being a grandmother. I, I take that to mean you don't necessarily love being a grandfather. Not at all. No. <laughs> What is it about it that you don't love? I don't know what everybody was talking about. When you become a grandparent, you're going to love it. What? (laughs) I done spent all my life trying to become an empty nest. I wanted my kids to go away, get out. Now they come back with more people. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Harvey on Jimmy Kimmel. Now they come back with more people. (laughs) That's pretty funny. So, the jury has rendered a verdict in the El Chapo trial. We don't know what that verdict is, but if they uh, come I'm back and say tell us, community service, community service, and one hundred and fifty dollars fine. Listen, 
I'm going to need you to pick up trash by the roadside for a whole week. I just learned that the jury instructions from the judge were something like eight pages, which doesn't surprise me at all, having served on a jury recently, in which the instructions to the jury that the judge read, most of which were decreed by state law, long definitions of what is... I can't remember. Credibility. What is probable doubt? What is evidence? What is, it went on and on and on and on. And as a guy with a serious interest in this stuff since I was a kid and taking the jury system seriously, I was sitting there fighting to pay attention, to understand what the judge was trying to tell us. And he just lost me. And I was looking at my fellow jurors and they were gone, man, gone, like 30 seconds into it. And so, yeah, the judge was reading all that stuff to the jurors for, for probably an hour and a half. And an hour and, and a so half. So then you go to deliberating. Oh, my God. And, and one of the things you do when you deliberate is somebody says, well, that's proof. And no, no, no. The judge was talking for like 15 minutes about how that's not proof. What? I didn't hear that. And so, you know, who knows why the deliberations took so long. Plus, the uh, I just heard that the government's, uh, the verdict sheet was, was many pages long. So. Many charges, et cetera. What is El Chapo, mid-40s? Something like so that? 50 years, I don't know. Something so like as that, long as he know. gets 40 years or so, he's in for the rest of his life. So that's yeah. all we want. He's 61. Is he really? Okay. Yeah. Wow, my very guess. youthful. Yeah. Very youthful. I was like, so if he gets 20, 30 years, that's the rest of his life. Man, the round face kind of hides some wrinkles. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed that. When I lose weight, I look I look worse. William Shatner intentionally plumped up as he aged in an effort to keep his... That is interesting. Yeah. The key I, is to gain like one pound a year. Yeah, it's like I, free collagen. Because I have noticed if I lose weight, I look worse. Yeah. I've noticed that in other people, too. They lost yeah. a lot of weight. Now you look like 15 years older. Mm-hmm. So what you want? Mm. So the William Shatner plan is yeah. to gain weight to fill out your wrinkles as you age. Yeah. I mean, he may huh. I, I've he, there could have been some extras on top of it sure. too, but uh, I know he's talked about that. Obesity, the final frontier. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Hi, I'm William Shatner. Yes, I have searched earnestly and desperately for intelligence and perception in the universe, and I have found it everywhere. Except here on Armstrong and Getty. Thank you for I that. love Bill Shatner. Uh, this is the hot new exercise equipment, if you always want to know what that is. It's uh, all, the, all the stars are tweeting about it and showing that they got it in their house and that sort of thing. It's the mirror. Have you seen this? The most narcissistic exercise equipment ever. I don't know about that, but it's a mirror. It's a big, giant mirror that just functions as a nice-looking mirror in your house when you're not using it. But when you turn it on, you're watching like a hologram of a fitness instructor doing various routines, and you exercise to it looking in the mirror. Oh, and, so it's uh, like a, a, an automated personal trainer. Yeah, yeah, it is. And all kinds of different routines, whether you're into yoga or kickboxing, or you can program it to do whatever you want to do. But mm. it's a hot thing. It's like $1,500 or something. It's kind of expensive, but anyway. So that's the hot exercise trend if you're into it. I could see that. I um, guess. I don't know. New trend in dog Drop grooming. Drop and give me 10. What? New trend in dog grooming for people who have dogs in dog shows. Glitter colored, glitter covered testicles. Oh, boy. And then this link from that article to People Magazine, the truth behind that viral photo of a dog with glitter coated testicles. I'm Apparently guessing that dog thing. was, well, I shouldn't say that. I'm glad I didn't. Back to you.
What weren't you going to say? It would have been funny, Michael. Trust me on that. As the judge, you'd say it's close between those togs, but that one, his testicles just sparkle somehow. The one with the sparkly testicles is my choice. <laughs> Give me the beagle. <laughs> so that's a thing, I guess. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, waiting on the El Chapo verdict, Trump reacting to the congressional border deal and looking for a job. You are really in luck these days. Coming up. If you're looking for a job. Okay, and if the verdict comes down, the El Chapo trial, of course, we'll bring that to you, and we're all hoping he goes to prison for a very long time, unless you believe that he is just a simple tomato farmer uh, caught up in a uh, scapegoat. He happened to have a diamond pistol and a submarine. <laughs> a lot of tomato farmers. <laughs> You're do. listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. After six surprising days of deliberations, the jury is back with a verdict in the El Chapo trial. Most experts thought it would be a couple hours. It was six days. Does that mean he's getting off or not? I don't know. If the verdict comes down during the show, we'll let you know. If it doesn't come down during the show, we'd appreciate it if you turned off all media until the next show. (laughs) Then we'll talk about it and break the news story. We don't often ask anything of you. Turn off all radio and television. Right. And your phone. Then we'll have breaking news tomorrow. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) News now with Marsha Phillips. Uh, meanwhile, President Trump is saying he is less than thrilled about a tentative deal to avert another partial government shutdown. During a cabinet meeting going on at the White House today, Trump again accused Democrats of being obstructionists and insisted a massive border wall is being built anyway, saying pretty much today what he had told the crowd at his El Paso rally last night. I have to tell you, as I was walking up to the stage, they said that... Progress is being made with this committee. Just so you know, we're building the wall anyway. They say that progress has been made with this committee. Just now, just now. I said, wait a minute, I got to take care of my people from Texas. I got to go. I don't even want to hear about it. So I don't know what they mean. Progress is being made significant. Well, it's apparently not significant enough to totally please uh, President Trump. It includes less money for border security than he had been demanding, and it does not mention a concrete barrier on the southern border. Meanwhile, say nobody's been talking about a concrete barrier for weeks, Marshall. What are you talking about? Are you just just Nancy Pelosi whispers and you jump into action? Is that what's happening here? Wow. I mean, seriously. Their beloved newsman. Nobody's been talking about a concrete wall. All right. So how long between we've reached a verdict and you come into the courtroom and tell everybody? Uh, uh, Usually they they give the uh, lawyers time to scramble back because... You know, if the jury's deliberating for a week and a half, for instance, they can't just all sit there in the the hallway the entire time. They have other cases. Hmm. So sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's two or three. But Okay. So then it probably won't happen this hour. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Meanwhile, It's likely to happen. Or not. Mid- meanwhile, same time, same city yesterday, Democrat Beto O'Rourke held his own rally to counter Trump's calls for tighter border security. Walls do not save lives. Walls end lives. <laughs> O'Rourke going on. What to- do you got holding up your roof at home? I got walls myself. 
O'Rourke going on to add, We will not believe that walls can or should keep them out. Instead, we welcome them with open arms. So here's your background on that. Yeah. He's going to run for the U.S. Senate against Cornyn in Texas, and he believes the demographics have changed enough in that state that if he runs big on uh, friendly toward immigration, that he can become a uh, Democratic senator from the red state of Texas. I'd say welcoming everyone with open arms is uh, fairly liberal on immigration. Number of job openings, it turns out, has hit a record high. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reports there are more than 7 million job openings in December. Wow. Beating the previous high set back in August. Job openings increased in a number of industries. Construction, accommodation and food services, health care, social assistance jobs leading the way. But this is a record number of job openings That's right something. now. I wonder what mostly the skills are that they need. That, that would be interesting to know. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's a fairly wide variety, but a lot yeah. of truck driving. Oh yeah, yeah, desperate for truck drivers. Which I'd love to do. I still want to do that. I hope it's still a thing when I'm retired. I'm going to be out there on the road. You have the caps. I'm going to have a cup of coffee and a big jug I'm urinating into. Just hit the road. It's a a beautiful vision you got there. Well, Valentine's Day is just two days away, but a recent survey found fewer of us are going to be celebrating. Only 51% say they plan to mark the holiday devoted to love. Down 4%. 51%. All we need is 2% more than we can cancel the whole ridiculous, (laughs) dumb stuff. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's down 4% from last year. but the ones, Down 4%? That's a plunge. Yeah. Yeah, but those who are celebrating are spending more money. National Retail Federation estimates Americans are going to shell out more than $20 billion for Valentine's Day. All right, here's the story. Uh, the younger we're talking about, the less people are pairing off these days. A much discussed uh, phenomenon on the Armstrong and Getty Show and elsewhere. Really interesting. Really, you know, telling for society. And those who do still, uh, you know, observe Valentine's Day are getting older and hence more affluent, Marsh. So I suspect that it's all, uh, you know. What percentage of people on Valentine's Day is it? Is it something they're excited that it's Valentine's Day? And what percentage of people are they don't like the reminder? Oh, Whether so it's they, your, they do it, but they're not happy about it. Well, you're 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 either alone and it's Valentine's Day, or maybe you're in a relationship and it's not the one you want or whatever but what for whatever reason you're not in you're you're not excited about thinking about valentine's day mm-hmm. hmm. maybe it could go away and my friends in the world of sport top dog or best in show will be announced tonight at the westminster dog show in new york city that's why this article was out about testicle glitter for dogs fans, mm. fans somebody, text, somebody texted wow they make <laughs> testicle glitter for dogs also <laughs> Who knew? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Fans of the Dachshunds are hoping the breed walks away with the highest award. If it does, it'll be the first time in 143 years at Westminster. So yeah. they got one of them sausage dogs in the finals then, obviously? Yep. There's, yeah. Get yep. a long little doggy. Got to watch a little that. My kids love watching the dog show. Yeah, For some I, reason, the people running around. Sure. We talk about the dogs. Oh, that one's ugly. Oh, that one's cute. I hate the whole purebred dog show oh, thing. It's awful. It's awful. It's actually very cruel. It's terrible. I hate it. But it's All fun kinds to watch. Of cropped ears and docked tails, for one thing. And not to mention the inbreeding and everything else that goes on. Mm. Yeah, I'm rooting for the dachshund. When I was growing up, I had dachshunds. That's what I really? had as a kid. Yeah, three different dachshunds. Mm. They were great. It's almost a whole dog. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women in uh, flat shoes and thick hosiery trotting around with their dogs. <laughs> yeah, what's not to like? Indeed, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> We were talking about this before the show, I guess, that um, you ain't nothing but a 
Well, are we taking a break now or what? I'm sorry. Who's in charge here, Michael? Hang on. Hang on one second. What? Now you want to hang on? Do we want breaking news, Donkey? We sure. got a verdict. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Breaking Bring news, the donkey. donkey. Yes. Before El Chapo shoots it. Here we go. This just in from New York City. A jury is delivering a guilty verdict against El Chapo. Guilty. Says up on MSNBC, found guilty on all ten counts. Wow. This will certainly keep him in jail. Even the the ninth one? Even the ninth one. Wow. Which will certainly keep him in jail the rest of his life. So that's the end of the story. For the most successful drug lord in world history. He will be sentenced for jail the rest of his life. He has already broken out of two prisons. They were in Mexico, but he's got a he's got a little slipperiness to him. Yeah. Yeah, well... It ain't quite as easy, luckily, no. thank God, to bribe officials in the United States. I would say, uh, with all due respect to our friends to the South, uh, anybody who's ever uh, visited a, a restroom, for instance, in Mexico, realizes that some institutions in that country are different than the institutions in this one. Also, our jails, considerably jailier than, than Mexican prisons, apparently. Now, he will probably appeal to the extent that, you know, uh, he can. But, uh, yeah, that's wild. 200 hours of testimony, boxes of evidence, 60 pages of instructions to the jury. Took him, you know, many days to go through, but guilty on all counts. Unanimous. And how do we end up with the the trial and putting him in jail in the United States? Because he was sending drugs into the United States? Well, yeah, he violated United States drug laws. And, uh, you know, we uh, had our little brother to the south try to enact or exact justice a couple of different times, as Positive Sean points out. They didn't do too well. Hmm. Anyway, so thus ends that story, more or less. Unless he ends up in that prison in upstate New York with, uh, what was their name? Old uh, the uh, horny gal skank fits into it somehow. No, easy, easy. No, that that's was, a, that's that was part un... of the nickname. That's how I remember her name. That's quite a nickname. It rhymes with or starts with. Uh, it's that Ben St- Ben Stiller mentions it in his TV show. He's done a series now about her. Yeah. God, what is her name? Put it's it's right on the edge of I know uh, the tip of my tongue. Shaw Skank Redemption was the joke. That, that was the around. joke. Yeah, that was. Yeah. 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 Sp- Tilly. Tilly. Tilly, that's yeah. her. Tilly the yes. Philly, we called her. Old Tilly. So anyway, back to my original joke <laughs> five minutes ago. If as long as he's not put in the. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been funny. He's got to tell his life story, though, because that'll yeah, be a heck yeah. of a movie and a book. <laughs> this is a scumbag. Got to keep that in mind. Absolute scumbag. Oh. I don't think that word goes nearly nope. far enough. No, nope. you're listening and, to. And good to have Jacko singing about it right now. It's a smooth rogues criminal. gallery around here. Smooth criminal. Okay, I know. there we go. I get it. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of, of the nation. Considered the most powerful drug trafficker in the world at the time of his arrest. Quite possibly the most powerful drug lord that has ever existed. One of the great criminals in the history of the planet. El Chapo is uh, convicted on all ten accounts and will spend the rest of his life in jail. He's 61 years old. 
Probably won't ever see the uh, free light of day ever again. He's six five six two hundred one pounds. In case you were wondering, he's not that little. That's El kind Chapo of portly being, for a man five six. El Chapo being Spanish for a short one or a little one or shorty. But anyway, uh, five six isn't that short. You shouldn't you shouldn't height shame someone for being five six. Now, if they're five two, just lay it on. Thick. Oh, stop it! So, <laughs> I, uh, I I'm 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 horrified by his uh, crimes. Which, you know, if you haven't been following it, good for you. There, He is, to to put it lightly, inhumane. <laughs> he committed personally horrifying acts and then ordered many more to be committed. But his skills as a CEO, I, I would love, I, I would never want to glorify the guy, but his organizational abilities are awesome. You'd have to be good at logistics. Mind-boggling. Right. And his understanding of human beings. Um, right. You know, how to manage, motivate, terrify, bribe, whatever. I just, it's, it's a shame that a guy with such incredible talents ended up doing what he did. But he, as he points out, he, he was in a very, he grew up in a very, very poor part of Mexico where your only option to feed yourself was to, you know, grow a little poppy or uh, what was the other? Grow a little pot. Forbes magazine ranked El Chapo as one of the most powerful people in the world in their magazine many years in a row, ranking him uh, between 41st and 55th as the most powerful people in the world. He was number 41, according to Forbes magazine. Wow. Wow. Uh, Second richest man in Mexico behind Carlos Slim. The Forbes magazine also called him the biggest drug lord of all time. Uh, far succeeding Pablo Escobar, who many movies and books have been made about. Um, Do you believe that part about the $100 million bribe to uh, Pena Nieto, the former uh, president of Mexico? Yes. I, I don't know if I do, but it's certainly possible. That's some corrupt system when you're bribing the president of the country. That's how you get out. Yeah. You escape. Yeah, $100 million, allegedly. That's a lot of money. Well, if I've got, you know, Several billion, and I'm in a Mexican prison. Yeah, I think I'm peeling off 100 mil yeah, for the president. Yeah, why not indeed? Well, I'm sure more stories will be told, but he's going to... Uh, do we know what prison? Maximum security, obviously, but is it going to be like the Supermax in in uh, Colorado? Or, or Leavenworth? Or, or what? He's not going to the same place that Anthony Weiner went to. or Not going to a tennis camp with... Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to check in and out. <laughs> Cohen's going to. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. So uh, in the time we have left, uh, speaking of crime. Uh, he pretty well protected in prison? Just uh, just because of reputation? Would he be somebody somebody's going after? Or the, would the uh, all the Mexican gangs in prison have his back? Don't mess with El Chapo. Ah, that's a really interesting question. I I know nothing be, about prison culture other um, than it sounds awful. Uh, we have plenty of corrections officers and uh, administrators in various prison systems who listen to the show. If you'd be so kind as to email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Help us understand what it's going to be like for uh, EC. Uh, I will tell you this, he'll be kept in solitary a lot. I've got to believe. I mean, he's just too dangerous a character. To have a mixing with the the right. population, but you know, the, one of the you know conceptions of prison is that if somebody's a celebrity, they got a target on their back because you can really make your name as a prisoner by taking him out or whatever. Oh, he's the guy who took out El Chapo. But I'm thinking with El Chapo, no, you'd have a gruesome 
end to that. Well, you and, and like your whole family. Mm-hmm. Although, ah, I see, here's another question I can't answer because all I know is what I've seen on TV. The guy's gone now. He's gone. Yeah. So who's in charge of the cartel, and to what extent does uh, would El Chapo have any pull whatsoever? Even not direct pull, in absentia, like, uh, well, you know what, if somebody takes out El Chapo in prison, do his old buddies care? They think, well, that's his problem, he should have gotten caught, now I'm the guy in charge. Mm. I don't know. Mm. A lot of uh, mafia guys have run things from prison. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd imagine anybody who goes to visit old El Chapo will be rattling with cell phones up their hiney. I mean, they'll try as hard as they can. What? They're gonna. They're, none of that. The, none of, of those hijinks will be permitted, what Jack. Kind of imagery was that? That's hard. That's serious law and order imagery. If you can't deal with that imagery, I suggest you get out of the kitchen. <laughs> wow, it's the prison kitchen where El Chapo <laughs> won't be allowed to work because there's too many things he could use oh, you know, to, to, to perpetrate. Uh, you know, horrificitudes. <laughs> I wonder if you. Almost all criminals end up dead or in jail. You're big-time criminals. You don't go off to live an enjoyable life of relaxation. Very few retirements in the drug trade. Almost yeah. zero of, of any kind of criminal. You either get your act together or you die or you go to prison. Does he sit there in prison and think, I should have done things differently or I wouldn't trade the last 20 years of my life dying in prison for the way I live my life? I wonder. I wonder how you look back on that. He doesn't strike me as a really sentimental guy. I think he's probably figuring, well, I bought the ticket, I took the ride, and here I am. Final thoughts with Armstrong and Getty. I don't know. Is that the way you want to spend the rest of your life? Anyway, here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from from everybody. Hey, Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? I just want to give a big tip of the cap to the jurors in the El Chapo trial. Boy, oh boy. Yeah. You know, not one, not one said, no, I don't think think he's guilty. That took some guts. It was unanimous. I wouldn't like that pressure, I don't think. Not a no. Positive, Sean, final thought? The uh, National Single Person Appreciation Day coming up later this week. Just a reminder to anybody who is not coupled, that's okay. It's you, fine. You'll be all right. It's great. Mm-hmm. You get What you got, you got a whole day to do whatever you want. Enjoy. You buy Except discount. go out to eat. Not bad. Buy right, discount do candy the next day. This is all <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Michelangelo, final thoughts? Okay, getting ready for Valentine's Day. Got to dip my entire body in chocolate, leave rose petals throughout the house, and make a heart-shaped baked potato. <laughs> Beautiful. Jack, do you have a final thought you'd like to share? Dip your whole body in chocolate. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crime doesn't pay, kids. At the end, it always ends this way. You're either dead or you're in jail. I mean, so what's the point? As a buddy of mine in law enforcement has said many times, the fact that you're considering a life in crime proves you're not smart enough to be successful in a life of crime. Um, My final thought is that uh, I just... (laughs) How funny would it be if Donald J. Trump at his next rally said, we're going to build a wall and make Beto O'Rourke pay for it. (laughs) How big a laugh would that get? That's got to be his new line. Hilarious. Just hijinks. That's what this is, this show. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thanks a little time, go to armstrongandgetty.com. Under hot links, you'll see the clicks we said you should click on. Hot links. Also, you can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I wonder if those jurors discussed it at all. Maybe we'll be hearing interviews today. Whether they discussed it all. Any of you afraid? Any of you afraid? Probably so. 
See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Armstrong and Getty. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.